Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Bluehead, and welcome to episode 68 of Beer and Other Shit the Podcast. And today we are back in Montreal, no more California. We're here at Pub Brewski in Old Port, Montreal, with Guillaume, owner, and Derek Head Brewer. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. Welcome. Wonderful establishment. Yeah, pleasure to have you, man. It always is. I've been here a couple times over the summer. Yes. It's uh, you got a sick patio out there, which I guess is uh, now. Now gone because it's over. <laughs> it's just all ice already, and it's November. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been open pretty late uh, this year, yeah. so we like we, we consider ourselves uh, quite lucky, actually. So yes, yeah, the spot for yeah, that. Yeah. So this is a really really cool place. Um, I don't even know where to start because we have a shit ton of beers in front of us right now. <laughs> That's what happens. Really, <laughs> really I know, right? It's <laughs> afternoon is how we do it. Yeah. Um, but I also want to get. So maybe we'll just start with the first beer, and then we're going to get into Mister um, Athletic. <laughs> and we'll get into uh, like I want to hear what, what you know a bit more about this place and stuff like yep. that. So we're gonna start with this guy. Is that correct? Yeah, yep, definitely. Yes. Tell us about this one. So uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, Octobruski. We okay. pulled this out for the uh, like our, every year we do something for Oktoberfest. Okay. So this is what we wanted to do for it. It's just uh, the first hybrid lager that we've done. Okay. Well. Wait, you okay? Cheers, fuck. Damn. The oh, guys, so you're allowed to you made it. You made it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure. I like that. I appreciate that. I'm going to do yeah. that, the, the selfie for the review. Just we can get all of us in? Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. That's that's expect it. another bunch more of those. Man, you're always smiling on the on this picture on like, the selfies. That's that's your that's that's signature like move, thing. huh? That's because uh, like I'm like you know I don't know if you guys can do it. I hate it when people like smile for a photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's kind of shit. I'm so very I bad if at I it. make a stupid face. It's just so it's easier. It's, it's better. And it became this consistent, ridiculous thing. Excellent. Anyway, yeah, this is really good, guys. Like uh, nice and clear. Yeah, the whole like point of it multi. was to make, make something we can drink out of a stein, pretty much. So we nice. wanted to have something nice and drinkable, a bit more malty for the the fall, like the fall season starting. Hybrid lager in the sense that we can at where we we brew, we can't really make full lagers. So we do something a hybrid base where we right. start fermentation high, crash it down low, bring it back high again near the end, mm-hmm. like at a higher te- temperature, uh, so that we can make a lager style beer in about two weeks instead of doing the full. Right. We adapt. So, yeah, right. We, we adapt, we adapt. And we're to where we actually. So that's what it is. It's the yeah. actual restriction of the physical exactly. place where you brew. So yeah. So this is technically a brew pub. There's no uh, actual um, brewing equipment on premises. Is that correct? No, exactly. So unfortunately, uh, this is not our fault. Obviously, we want to brew on site. Uh, if you check the the place out, you'll see that it's quite small. Uh, cozy, and, uh, I would call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's small and cozy. Yes. But uh, no, definitely can brew on site, obviously, because uh, we wanna we wanna have people instead of machines sometimes. Of course. Uh, More important. So I mean, well, you got the kitchen too. So yeah, 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 definitely. And these these guys, these guys are machine behind the uh, yeah. behind, behind the kitchen. Behind the grill. That's for sure. Um, but definitely uh, wanted to brew on site. Now the pub was perfect for us. Uh, we have a good option to brew uh, uh, out there right. uh, with uh, Briste uh, Brewery. Where's that? Uh, it's in uh, Griffintown. Uh, can, uh, oh, west of Griffintown. So. Okay. I think you told me about that one time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's on the Mariana, pretty much. Like oh, I know exactly region. where it is. Right, right, right. That's pretty much in front of it, kind of. Right. Is that like, so they're a brewery that uh, has extra space, or is that a contract? Like They do, they like do, Arshlab, they do contracts. Like Oshlag. Uh, yeah, yeah, type of thing. Right. Uh, it might be a little smaller. If you've been to Oshlag, I don't think it's... It, uh, it does look like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But the, the fact that we wanted to start there a uh, few beers, uh, the purpose of, this, uh, of uh, our association here mm -hmm. in this business was to brew uh, on, the, on the part of uh, Derek, obviously. Right. Uh, we found this place and we kind of uh, took over a lot of tanks over there, we can, we can tell. Nice. Uh, but because the customers are around so, uh, and they, right. they seem to appreciate the product, so we do brew a lot more these days. I can tell, like looking at, so you guys do a, a bit of a mix, we're just looking at the board up here, yep. so you guys have a mix of uh, your own beers plus uh, guest taps, Definitely, which is super yeah. cool. So would you consider yourself a brew pub or a beer bar in that? case a brew pub kind of a lot of people a lot of places in, in around montreal do this nowadays they call themselves either brew pubs or brasquettes that now where oh, they're right. like where they just contract well like pretty much anybody that's at Mabalaski or people right. that are doing that style just because it comes limit a little bit the uh just the initial investment they're also just space requirements and a bunch of stuff right so we still call ourselves we would still call ourselves a brew pub because of that because there's no other really category to put yourselves in right no that makes sense I wasn't sure how that sort of like fits as far as like on premise or not but I guess if you're serving your own beers that you've brewed specifically that you know for the venue exactly. it is an argument like a lot of people yeah, I feel like some people, people would. that have brew pubs that actually brew on site are not always happy that places like us would call ourselves a brew pub. Right. But then you can't really define yourself as really something else, as because uh, we are just a pub right. that allows that brew our own your own stuff. <laughs> so what else yeah, is it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know how beer people can be like fickle with definitions yeah. and yes, shit. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's always uh, you know questions about that. Uh, what we focus on is probably not the name, but more the product that we serve around. Of course, yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you can call me whatever you want. Is it anything? As long as you, you know you're drinking, you're drinking the beer and you appreciate it. We'll, that's we'll it. Be, we'll be good, uh, I guess. You know? I love that. So you guys are in a really interesting spot. So Old Port, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of what drew me when I, I think I had one of your beers at Saint Buck one time. Yes, yes. We uh, you had you probably a collab, right? collaboration with uh, Vagabond. That's what it was, and it was the I was in New England IPA. Yeah. Yes, that we so do, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's I think we started talking from when I posted that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I just thought it was like I didn't know that um, there was a, like this is like, you guys must be pretty much the only like brew pub in Old Port. I mean, I know there's the pub yeah. out there, which is kind of like a chain. Mm -hmm. Does it count uh, argumentally? Yeah. Well, well there's Sardegrees at the other extremity, which is which still is like kind full, of like, but it definitely on this they side. Pardon? I heard they closed down. I haven't heard. No, no, no. Okay. It's uh, they closed down in uh, Trois Rivières. Okay. Uh, they they opened up a new uh, a new pub in Trois Rivières because it was going very well over there, uh, and they were opening right in front of uh, Le Tendu de Pants, uh, which are very uh, close to uh, us here. We like them a lot, and uh, I guess didn't have the customer that they expected. Uh, maybe some problem with the staff. I don't know. I'm not too sure to be honest. I right. want. I want uh, Speculating, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say anything that would be uh, wrong. That's fair, <laughs> smart. So, like, yeah, yeah what, why did you guys choose Old Port? Because it's such an interesting. So funny, uh, funny story. We've been, uh, we've been, uh, we were looking for a pub to open. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been quite, uh, quite the story because we, it's been, uh, we were looking for a long time, about two years maybe. I think, we, uh, yeah, we spent easily a year and a half to two years looking in Griffintown. Right. There was a lot of new stuff going on in Griffintown. We, we were thinking, you know what, we want to be part of this new wave in, right. in Griffintown, thinking, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be popping up, etc., etc. And in the end, we didn't find something that would, you know, uh, correspond to our values in terms of, like, size and the neighborhood. And, and I was very skeptical at the beginning when we showed up in this place. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, meh. 
I, I remember I was waking up hangover. They're, they're, they're calling me saying we have a place uh, <laughs> in Lyon, Montreal. And you're like, well, I'm not going to wake up for that. that that's, that's, <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's a no-no. No. And, uh, you know, they kicked my ass. And they like, come on, man. Let's do this. We've been up, you know, looking uh, for two years. Let's do this, uh, this one. We showed up and it was very interesting because I never thought I would be interested in, in opening in the, in the old port. Right. It was, to me, it was a little snobby uh, neighborhood. Like touristy. Touristy. Yeah. Way too touristy. It's not a place where most Montrealers don't go out to. No, hell no. At least yeah, the yeah. people we know. Yeah, that was same. <laughs> exactly. Especially, I mean, craft beer, It was. It, it's not super new but it's it's we were still two years and a half ago in this new wave of you know opening up right breweries, so it was two and a half years, years ago yeah yeah, yeah okay. definitely and uh, we actually thought you know what that might be actually the idea right there's nothing like you. us in there right well we should bring that to the old point and that's I guess point. that's that's what made the the, the success of the of, of this pub is like finding in a touristy area which is a little less nowadays because there's a new condos. Yeah, true. Uh, a neighborhood pub. Right. Good and food, good booze, fair prices. Yeah. That's, 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 that? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's our, uh, that's what we wanted to create. A pub where we wanted to go. Right. I didn't want to go to the old port for that, but <laughs> no, now you have a place. Yes. <laughs> that's perfect. What was this place before then? Was it already like a restaurant of some sort? Yes, yes. Uh, it used to be a, a bar. Uh, at the beginning the guy was uh, selling a lot of whiskeys if I remember well uh, then he wanted to switch to a fine cuisine uh, place uh, obviously uh, looking at the neighborhood and the restaurant there is out there uh, right. tough yeah. tough competition um, anyway we had the opportunity to actually buy uh, buy the, the place and uh, that was perfect fantastic yep. I mean this is pretty cool because it's in that what's this building called above us the Marché Bon Secours yeah like that's a like a, a super historical uh, yes spot right so yeah. I mean it's mm-hmm. a it used to be the, the market where people would bring on the on ships the, the uh, food uh, alcohol oh, probably. trade yeah of course yeah 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 definitely right. and uh, yeah it's uh, we're proud to be part of this uh, historical part of the city for sure man we try to play around with it as well no, it's actually city owned. It's not. It's not privately owned. It's owned by the city. And well, that's cool. Yeah. So, did you guys? Are you able to purchase this, or you have to sort of like rent? No, you rent it. I was going to say because because yeah. it is owned, it's by, owned by the, by the yeah. city. Yeah, it's very little tougher, yeah. right? Um, okay, sick. So, like, what's the? Where does the name come from? Then? Like, how did like how did the whole idea oh, and the concept? <laughs> man, form? That's the, these like, questions are tough, man. I know, right? We've been uh, all actually. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that tough. <laughs> it's not that tough. That's how, right. how to get the names a bit harder. Just mostly what we figured out is because Guillaume's a whiskey guy, I'm a beer guy, mm-hmm. and we were just trying to find a way to put a name that together that was gonna that was gonna work. Oh, yeah. so oh just get it. No, Bruce. That's why the W. The W capital S. So it's nice. brew and whiskey. So brewski. That's that's really. And that's good. why you see uh, the S K E Y at the end. Yeah. Because there's two uh, there's two way to uh, write down whiskey. American Wed uh, or the, the, the Irish yeah, yeah is that the, the way with, like, if the know, country has a I don't know they hate each other so that's, that's, that's <laughs> probably uh, no so so yes yeah, some of them uh, just spell with a Y in the end right. some of them with E-Y we're in North America it's E-Y, E-Y. and it's it makes sure that you understand that the W-S-K-E-Y is for whiskey too so. right that's sick I had no clue and the brewski is like the beer. Of course, and yeah. It's, it's kind of what that. Well, I didn't well. know that. I'm, uh, oh, you know that? <laughs> no, no, no. I guess it's I'm, the English I'm, thing, I'm right? Old European. Yeah. Guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, People gonna say that here? 
And I haven't heard it too much. English Canadians do. Yeah, right. Seventy years old English Canadian. Yeah, (laughs) sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Like my parents used to say, brewski, or like, or either really Quebecer people will say like, possible brewski, or like the only ones Mm -hmm. will kind of do it, but not not so much. It's not general knowledge. Uh, Right. You get a lot more people that are coming from Ontario that find. I was gonna say interesting. They follow. They find it weak because I swear they say it in Ontario. They say it yes, but they it's written differently. S K I. Like the real way is. Oh, SKI. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Like the uh, slang way. Like throwing ski everywhere. Yeah, I know, right? Everything is a ski. <laughs> yeah, like angle phones, right? Am I right? It makes me uh-huh. sick. Hi. Um, so, how did you guys get into the point where you wanted to start a pub? Like, you guys, what's what's the story from both sides? So, uh, yeah, uh, the funny story is the 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 third partner who's not around here, uh, Karim. She's actually working. We're drinking. Sorry, yeah. Karim. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, someone has to Some, work. Hey, this, is, this is technically technically <laughs> working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she, I was working in Irish pub for years. Okay. Uh, uh, I was the the whiskey wither. I would say, right. uh, you know, uh, building up like some uh, whiskey tasting and stuff. And she was working, she was a manager at uh, Guido and Angelina at that time, I think. Okay. And she would bring the whole staff uh, to the this Irish pub, which is the the old Dublin, the Vieux Dublin. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would all drink together, obviously. Uh, and we would start talking about, I want to open a place. I want to open a place too. And we're like, man, whatever. She's probably not really like thinking serious. it. Yeah. Probably thought the same about me. We didn't know each other very well, but we started talking about it more and more. And working over there, I knew I could, I think I can do better. I think I can do better than what I see around. Right. And, uh, and I realized I think I can do better with these guys because when I met uh, Derek, I was uh, a craft beer drinker, but not as crazy as what's going on right now. Right. Um, it's uh, I'm lucky, but it's a curse as well because you want to try everything. Everything. It's a problem. It's and now you can create something. It's even worse. Because yeah, you, no, you got create everything now. to drink everything. <laughs> uh, but but here we were uh, talking about it, and uh, it was a little abstract. And, right. And well, we'll just talk about it, and then we started like you know looking for places and stuff. It finally happened. And it was a, a bit surreal for me at the beginning. I don't know about you, but I wasn't sure. And then, you know, keep on going. It's just head down and just yeah, the next yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all exactly. of a sudden here we are. I don't think we, we haven't, like, you know, we still head down right now. Yeah. We haven't taken the time to actually see what's going on. Like, step back and just be like, God damn, Maybe not. we've done. Well, I mean, you're, you're here right now, so we can do that. Yeah, like, this is like... <laughs> that's, a, that's good. So I like it. So I'm here for. I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get a regular thing. How did you get into, like, how did you start brewing? Uh, university. I started just brewing because it was cheaper to make beer than <laughs> yeah, buy <laughs> That's the general story, <laughs> I guess. I love cooking, so I just, I got really into the, the chemistry and just everything about making beer. And after that, like, I think anybody who homebrews after a few batches just wants to start their own brewery, wants to start something. So I did that for a while, started working. I didn't like my job and just started wanting to find something to do instead. And then I started working as a consulting engineer in breweries. Right. So then after, uh, even then, I was still always looking for something to do. told myself... I so like, what is that? What is that? What's that job? A consulting engineer? Uh, well, I'm a mechanical engineer. Right. So and you would actually be looking at the physical equipment yeah, exactly. the, the beer side. So I do a lot of either new breweries or brewery expansions. And what I told myself is that if I do it myself, I'm going to do a lot of errors. So if I may as well learn how to do it for somebody else get right. paid to do it and then when I can do it myself it's going to be you know what's going on yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tricky guy there yeah, yeah, thinking ahead so I, like I did that for a while I've been, I've been consulting like that for I think 8 years now damn 
Do you still do uh, it? Right? Do you still do yeah, it on the side? Yeah, still do it on the side. And then uh, really we still wanted to open up a place to actually do my own beer. And that's, uh, that's where it led us to here. That's sick. All right, that's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, should we go to the next one? Oh, definitely, man. I was waiting for you to. I know, I know. I'm looking. I'm like looking at everyone's glasses <laughs> in there. So let's do it. Um, this one? I this one definitely on the left side there is going to be uh, our uh, main seller for sure, uh, yes. which is the Kilogram, our yes. uh, IPA. IPA? Yeah. Uh, kilogram names coming from the, How much the recipe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a kilogram of hops every 100 liter of beer. I want to make sure I'm checking on him just yeah, to like, yeah, just like noting yeah. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Don't mess it up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted a very uh, a lot of hops in there. Yeah, um, it looks like a little uh, cheers, bud. Opaque. Smells fantastic. Cheers, guys. Yeah. That's great. Fruity, bitter. It's like kind of West Coast style. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Creamy still. Nice mouthfeel. Uh huh. Little piney. No, yeah, no, uh, mm. no milk in there. No, nothing. <laughs> the lactose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before people uh, started putting lactose in vanilla. Yeah, it's such stuff. a strange, uh, yeah, yeah, really cool. We were talking about that last time. Actually, yeah. we're like, that's funny how people like wanted to eliminate the the lactose from diet. Can't do that anymore. Can't do that. And uh, there's this big wave coming uh, toward us, like a <laughs> milkshake uh, IPA. Yeah, IPA. Like, yeah. It's very good, though. Don't get me wrong. But it's funny how it's, it's you know weird. changes and all the time. Yeah, yeah. let's not drink orange juice anymore. There's too much sugar, but there's still lactose <laughs> in everything. <laughs> I think it's not. A, you guys are going to correct me if I'm wrong. Is it because lactose is one of the only sugars that doesn't ferment? Uh, it's the only yeah it's one of the forms of sugars all the, f- of all, them, the forks, all the fake sugars don't really ferment either right like in, in the, the sense dextrose if, yeah, uh, dextrose will no not dextrose ferment. sorry the fucking, but if you um, put stevia you could like if, if you if you want to put a sweetness but it uh, lactose has a texture to it has right. a certain mouthfeel to it which and it doesn't ferment yeah it's interesting, uh, definitely an interesting one. You guys use it, of course, and we're going to get to that shortly, right? In our milk, milk stouts. Yeah. We technically yeah. only use it in two. The one that we're going to get to later on is an oatmeal chocolate milk, uh, oatmeal uh, milk stout that has lactose inside of it. Right. But otherwise, we don't really use it that much. No? Not really, no. So you guys do, like, how would you describe the, the style of beers that you guys make? So I've been here a few times. I've tried pretty much most of the stuff every time I come in. <laughs> I think it's, uh, there's, you know, there's uh, different layers of uh, influence, I would say. Um, there's the, the big picture where obviously you want, you, you see what's going on out there. You're like, uh, oh, I've been drinking this New England IPA and it's quite fantastic I and mean, it's hazy. People seem to like it. Are we able to do that? Can we do that? I think we, okay, so let's try it. Then there's the, the, the customers. Customers that they come here, they tell us what they like. Mm-hmm. We listen, try to listen as much as we can. Of course. Uh, then there's the the staff. Staff uh, here, they're all uh, beer drinkers. They all beer as fans. you should be. As you should be. Uh, and they have a big influence on the on the recipe too. And then the, the last layer would be uh, us, right. us, and which would be the main layer I would say because sometimes you know Whatever. we created this pub to have fun as well and to drink what we wanted to drink. Of course. So we made each other. We like nah. What do you want to do? What's, what, what should we do? And we take these layers and mix it up and see what's going on. Right. But in the end, it's, it's usually uh, us, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I feel like doing that. Like personal I'd, every, I'd just end up making everything into IPAs if it was for me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But like, so you're, you're a typical <laughs> you, end up, yeah. you end up developing like something like, 
the hop list, which is just our regular brews, just because at some point you can only do it with so many people asking you for a Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> like, here, take this one. Oh, that's it's the six, It's 6%, yeah. it's blonde, it's filtered, you'll like it. So <laughs> it's, uh, so so it's, it's our version of something of that. that they would be asking for, but still always kind of at our, imi- our image. But sometimes, because there's, there's a few styles, I, the whites... Often, I'm not a huge fan of whites, so I'll always do something different. Like the first one we made was a kumquat, uh, kumquat a little bit hoppier nice. version. Second one was the pepper cut, which was with pink peppers. Fantastic. Yeah. This one was, that was real cool, man. Pink yeah, peppercorn, yeah, yeah. Uh, that one was really good People also. keep on asking for that. Then it's after that back. one, it's I not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I might come back. Maybe next summer. And then the other, I did like a, uh, lemongrass kefir and ginger so like pretty nice. barely mm-hmm. barely hopped just putting stuff like inside herbs and stuff inside. so just doing something kind of a bit different doing something that I wanted to try instead of doing a regular banana style mm-hmm. like Hefeweizen or yeah. uh, just Belgian style it's a little boring exactly the black the stouts I'm also not a huge like I like stouts I enjoy them not to uh, an amount where I'm drinking them all the time I'll have one every once in a while mm-hmm. so I always try to do something different the first one like I'm uh, shake I'm more into like the, the yeah. darker you, beer so I'm, I'm you're Scotch yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm a, I'm a Scotch you, want, you like that big you yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me something uh, don't slap me give me a punch yeah. you know it's, it's, uh, <laughs> don't tease me I like that don't tease just go right to it but yeah no no that's and and we always what's cool also is like the staff some some people like the, the white so uh, man you should try that you should and if we're not happy with the style we do Use a little <laughs> no no do do a <laughs> little a something do a little and you'll see more and more of these beers where we add a little twist right and I think that uh, uh, the ones that, that we've done with a little twist have been very successful right and the idea is when you actually do exactly what you want it works out you want more mm. you want to create more and, and of course, it's yeah. very interesting uh, uh, we went through some tough beers the brewer that tells you that I've, I've brewed only good batches oh therefore, therefore uh, man. Yeah. yeah no that's for sure everyone generally admits yeah. to their of like, course I, I like so. brewers I hope so. if honesty you're, if you're not screwing up you're not trying it's that's a good point I'll take notes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So you guys, do you guys really go with the, um, like, follow the trendy stuff? I mean, have you guys messed with sours? I mean, I guess you've done that Northeast IPA collab. I know you've got other ones coming. There's a cask there right now. Mm. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, like, do you guys sort of do that or do you kind of stick to a more classic style? And I'm only asking that because I'm thinking about the location and the clientele that might come through here. Might not be... The only problem that we kind of have is our batches are big. We do thousand liter batches, right. no matter what. How many so, kegs does that end up with? Uh, if you're doing fifty, it's just times oh, two. 50s. So, oh, so yeah, it would yeah. be twenty fifties if right. you're doing it like that. And although it's not that, it's not a huge volume in terms of how much it is. It's just when you're trying to experiment with stuff, mm-hmm. it, it's, right. it's unforgiving. You, no do some, you do some like some products, like one of our recent products would be a pumpkin beer. It's a good product, however. It's not necessarily general public product. Like they oh, like to have it yes. once. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I was against uh, the pumpkin. Just want to put that out there. I was. I'm yeah. not a big fan of pumpkin beers. But but he brewed it. I'm like. This is good. I didn't tell him, so he might be happy today. But yeah. <laughs> like this is actually good. I just hear him laughing at me about a pumpkin beer. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that, that, that's, that's, that. that's actually that's actually it's a good record. Yeah. A, a good beer. And uh, but you have to understand that people are going to drink one or two, and they usually. You know, it's not it's like a, a lager. It's a lot, yeah. You so, they're not crushes. So it's a little more difficult. You can sit for a little while there. 
but it won't actually uh, push us to no, not try. Gotcha. So that's that's uh, that's something that we want. Well, we're going to try to do smaller batch and stuff. We're trying some. Is there a way? Stuff. Do you have options like a access? It's, it's to about finding either a place to do it or doing or finding a way to do it ourselves. It's just uh, it's it's kind of difficult. That's one of the reasons why we're kind of restricted. In the right. sense that there's a lot of things I would like to try, but when you get that much of a beer and then you're just trying it out, yeah. it's, it's a bit much. Do you have like the kitchen can only do so much? Yeah, <laughs> with like a thousand liters, it's all like, like yeah, make, make beer soup. I don't know. We would definitely, we definitely try <laughs> different stuff with what we had. So we we found different ways as cask. Right now we have like every Thursday we open up cask because right. we want to play around with the with the latest brew that we have. That's a good idea. We have the Rendell going on I on saw a, you have that you're the only Sunday, the second Monday. place I've ever seen to have that it's been around Montreal uh, St. Buck has a nice event every year where they definitely. put on like 10 or 12 well I mean it's St. Buck they usually don't do fuck it. around it's yeah. like Brua has one uh, yes Brua uh, 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 had I don't know if they still do they it still it was a Tuesday Tuesday they do salmon I don't see them as a random no, but it's thing, but it's uh, it's not that easy. You you know you have to choose the recipe. You have to uh, make sure prepare everything, plug it on, wash it. It can be very bad. So <laughs> well, I guess like sanitation. Just, uh, yeah, just think about that. You, you can't know. just chuck stuff in there. It's all going to be. Yeah, yeah. You, you can try. You can try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done it. Yeah. We've done it. We've done some crazy stuff. But, Mixed uh, results. Uh, yeah, some of them were mixed results. Okay. But same thing. You know, you try to learn. Hey, just for those who don't know what a Randall is, can you guys just explain? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, I just thought, like, just in case there's some people who haven't heard of it, because it's not that common in Canada. No, no, no. So it's been uh, invented by uh, Doug Fichette, actually. Yes. Uh, it was, uh, I think they were uh, using that for a festival, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, right. I think it was... Or probably uh, just general... Yeah, they wanted, pretty, they wanted like, there was an IPA contest. I'm, I'm, I heard that. It might be wrong, though, but IPA contest, and they wanted the freshest batch right so and, they're just uh, running it through whatever uh, the reason it doesn't matter we have a rent now now and yeah. it's fantastic <laughs> I mean it, it's our little toy so it's a it's, so a, it's, it's a contraption that sticks on top of the cake so, essentially yeah instead of uh, yeah instead of uh, having a, a draft coming out the bridge right there you uh, just plug in a, a different line and it's going to go through the rental which is uh, actually two kind of uh, bottles so the beer is uh, going through the first bottle, and you can add fruit, hops, chocolate, coffee, whatever you want. Something to flavor the beer. I actually beer. wanted to do bacon uh, last time. Bacon? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I wanted to do bacon. If you. But you know, when I saw when I saw the look of everyone, when you like, bacon. Yeah. You're like, all right, I would. Nah, I won't do it. No, <laughs> not not this week. So yeah, so the so the first part of the Randall is going to be uh, the part that is infusing the beer. So it sits there for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So you what? have about what a liter? Yeah, it's uh, not a liter and a half. At most, a liter. Yeah. Yeah, it sits there for a little while and infused. Then it goes to the second one, where it's actually chilling. Uh, from, actually, gets cold. Yeah. So there's always a, a chilled, keeps infused... Keeps it cold. Keeps it cold because it's coming from the chilled yeah. keg yeah. anyway. Yeah. Infuses, then sits cold, and then another liter comes in and infuses it. Yeah, when you, pour so they, like, when you pour it, they just switch from one chamber to the other. Yeah, you can control the chambers uh, by like popping some... Right. Uh, and, uh, that's sick. Yeah, Does it ever get... Um, I just thought about the actual mechanics of it now. Does it ever get to a point where... Um, if you're serving so much of it, it doesn't have time to infuse. Well, that's that's the cool part of it, and the but 
the worst part of it as well. It's that it's always different. So it's if it's been sitting there for a little while, it's uh, the infusion is like is can like be intense. Hectic, right. If you pour it like, too much, it doesn't have that much time to infuse. So mm. it's going to be a but it and. We usually uh, let it sit for two days. Not right. let it sit, but we use it for two days, and then it can, you know, we unplug it, uh, depending on what we put in. Right. Some of the stuff that we put in, the, you need to like big chunk of uh, coconut can stay here for a while and still infuse. That's pretty cool. I guess that yeah. like, there's a lot of meat in it. Yeah, it'll okay. change like from for the sure. first time you have it to the second time you have it, like the day after, it completely changes. That's it's, why it's I make sure. Every, yeah. I actually make sure every hour to taste it. So As you should. You're very, uh, very conscientious. Thank I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Dedicated yeah. man. Professional. So, yeah. So you should come here. Yeah. Just, just really take a hit right off the uh, infusion <laughs> part. Just like, yeah. right, now do a random. There's also an ivy line yeah, directly like into my arm. Right that's, that's, that's usually how it goes. Well, you can't taste that's, it, though. I want him to create that as an engineer. You know, but then you've got ivy beer. Ivy beer. The bubbles might kill you, but sure. I'll take it It's worth it. Yeah. See? Man. Yeah, take the rest. Giving it up for the, for the culture. I'm here for that. How do you eat that? I want that on my thumbs up. So you guys... Then is there a way? So you got the random. You can experiment with that. I mean, you got the cat, the casks, mm. which is great. Do you have access to like a small pilot brood? Like, how do you say you want to try something new? Where do you do that? Like, uh, do you have like well, a, a five gallon home brew or something that you I, can do? It? I used to have a, a system. Now I'm gonna start doing it again, but like in a small, like really small test batches to try yeah. it out. Like the normal like the plastic buckets, well, you know, like, yeah, or the not the grandfather thing. Or something. I only really need like. Uh, final product two gallons or something at most I true just a bunch of you yeah, to test or, it like, yeah right. exactly so for, for some stuff because before you're talking about sours yes. uh, we can't do of course we can't really period. do sours yeah. uh, just, we can do it with like specific methods but unfortunately uh, we can't do something like uh, a brett but brett's also a problem yeah, it's it's really right? doing something like uh, either kettle sours is not really possible for us just because of where we the contract we're not possible yet yeah yet Yet. Yet. Exactly. So we're trying to find workarounds, and that's what I need to experiment on more than anything else. Or just trying out new pops or trying out some stuff. That's sick. At the same time, you know, the limitation that we have uh, pushes us to be creative. Yeah. Like, yeah. Limitations and it's color. creativity. And, that's it. and it's, it's fun. You know, when we, we've done the Octobrewski first, it was like, uh, in a short amount of time, I remember, we're like, yeah, we, need to, we need to brew uh, one of these beers for the, for the Oktoberfest. And that's when he, he came up with that. He's like, ah, oh, wait a minute, I can do an hybrid and blah, blah, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm only the taster here. <laughs> but you did the full thousand liter batch, I guess, because yeah. you had no yeah. choice. No, exactly, you, uh, you go, like, you just have to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you just try it out, and you, you just think that with uh, 10 years of experience of brewing, you're gonna find something like, that's gonna work. <laughs> and uh, usually it ends up working pretty good. The only times it hasn't, it hasn't worked is just little issues, not either on the brewer's side or sometimes on my side. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so it happens. Happens. Exactly. That's what it's supposed to be. Right. And but something like that, like finding new techniques, it's it's good. It allow. That's how you get a better. You become better at brewing is by trying to find a workaround on something that just doesn't work, <laughs> or that doesn't allow you to make a smaller batch. And make sure you're doing it right. Right. That's a good point. So some even something like I, we're going to get to it. The peanut butter um, stout, mm. like that is something that I would probably associate more with the States. Like, it's not something that uh, I find super common in Canada. Yeah. Like, does that, something, those styles, I guess I'm just trying to get a gauge of how the audience is for your specific 
locate for, for this place uh, to something kind of like it's not crazy but it's sort of like a little out of the norm you know yeah. like just like milkshakes or, well, or like I mean, gozes or berliners yeah. or something that might be yeah, yeah. Well, what the hell is this like the average person who's used mm. to drinking mm-hmm. not just not coolest people but like early craft beer noobs yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some yeah like how do they respond to something it's, like uh, it's funny because uh, when we open up we didn't know who would show up mm. we uh, we Projected to have a lot of tourists, obviously, because you know you're in the old port. Now there's a lot more people living in the area as well. Yes, um, and we have a lot of Montrealers, not as much as I wanted to. Okay, but still get that. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, at the beginning, people were like, "Okay, you, can it, where is the coolest light here? Where is the Miller?" Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me people explain. That, eh? well, let me explain. Right. So, but let, we we to a at a point now that people they know exactly. Uh, why they're here right we know it's craft beer we've heard about you you're uh, on this blog you're uh, blah 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 so and what's funny about it is like we might be a little more famous in the states than in Montreal right why is that like maybe harder tourists I guess okay tourists and people yeah people (laughs) coming here that are beer fans they're looking uh, to obviously get into a brew pub what's going on here where's the craft beer uh they go on Google, they write on craft beer in the area. That's going to be us. You guys were number one on something. You saw you on TripAdvisor, yeah. TripAdvisor, that's sick. Yeah. yeah Congrats, yeah. man. That's great. Yeah, for that's, a, that's a huge yeah, yeah. look. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it's a fantastic. really like tourism boost because people do go best, yeah. best yeah, breweries yeah. in Montreal or whatever and they'll see that. Yeah. Like that's super helpful to uh-huh, get people yeah. in the door and like even if they're not like... We try to, to uh, we try not to be freaks about it. Uh, because remember, uh, we were we would not look at reviews. We would not look at what's going on Yelp, TripAdvisor, and blah blah blah. Right. Because I don't know that wasn't us. But in the end, it's your business. You better be good. You be better be out there. And actually, my girlfriend made me realize when you go to other states, what do you, what you do? do? Yeah, you Google. We you Once go to again, she was right. I'm like, yes, is of that what course. you do? Yeah, I Google, I, in general, I, Google I go I on TripAdvisor, I try different stuff. I usually uh, go on specific uh, Facebook pages where people yeah, like see what's going on. Capsule Bier or... Like yeah, they always ones. talk it. Yeah, that's a there's great always, one. There's always people. Uh, I've been there. Well, it's been the importance of finding Untapped, like one of the reasons why yeah. we, were, we were one of the first verified places in Montreal on Untapped because we knew our basis was American. <laughs> And right, because they come from out of town. Exactly. So the social media is all the ratings, all that stuff is super important like, right. to, to be able to bring people up to us. So on that note then, one thing I've noticed being that, you know, Tiff and I own a social media agency and of course we're doing the podcast and all the beer stuff. Social mm-hmm. media is a huge part of our life. One thing I've noticed across the board is that breweries uh, generally aren't that great at social media. Some are fantastic, but and some of them are just catching yeah. on some of them don't take it serious and I think I always put it down to a lot of the times it's an owner operator mm-hmm. uh, slash brewer that um, brewers are artists at the end of the day like they don't give a shit about social media so it's very it's actually really really cool to me that you guys are taking it seriously enough because you're recognizing the business benefits of uh, having a strong presence like I feel like I'm you're in my algorithm really strong on uh, yeah. on Instagram so every, I see all your posts all the time and you always yeah, yeah. feel like there's something pretty much every day hey what's happened this today like so I always I feel like I know what's going on all the time yeah yeah definitely it's been a, it's been a big point that we uh, we've been working on uh, I think we were uh, I was not that aware of 
what was going on on Instagram, Facebook, and what what we could bring. I don't think we use it personally, like in the sense that like Young would not post stuff personally on his page. No, like not much. But when it becomes a business thing, like then we I got, I got, it, it gets, it gets it. Yeah. addictive. To be honest with you, now I'm, I'm non-stop. You're getting you know? into it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I was, I was the first guy bitching about it, you know, <laughs> being an asshole. Instagram, and now I'm like, man, this is so cool because once you get into this uh, area of craft beer, what's going on, world, and you sense, and obviously you. You know, you join some groups, you link to someone, and, and you get back and you see what's going on out there. It gives you idea, you send some ideas, et cetera, et cetera. It's very interesting. You know? Yeah. And I think that the, the the brewing and craft beer area is like fantastic for that because uh, people are f- passionate. Uh, as you said, some of them are not really good with like uh, medias, mm-hmm. but the one that uh, that are are. It's very interesting to follow, you know. It the, is. The, 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 you see what's going on uh, in uh, in Pittsburgh, in uh, San Francisco. At the same time, Gaspazy was like first to create a spontaneous beer. And like, oh shit, I'm seeing that. It's we're it's connected. We it's it's right there, yeah. and you know what's going on. You want to do better. You want to do, you know, as well. And it's it's very very interesting. And I'm I'm surprised that the community is like so welcoming and sharing, and it's 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 fun. It's That's my fun. favorite thing actually about beer is that community that comes yeah. from that. And I think part of it is like whenever like we're lucky because we get to talk to guys like you mm-hmm. that, that, you know, our owners and you guys are super passionate. So we get that firsthand thing. But the, the other thing that's super dope is that community. Like everyone's just super cool, like inclusive and just like, hey, want to have a beer? Like I got a chick meeting here later who just added me on Facebook because she saw me posting in the groups and wants to give me this homebrew that she's yeah. been doing or something like that that looks yeah, actually yeah. pretty good yeah I'm like and there's stuff like that all the time that people just I'm sure you guys get that even more like people just wanting to come in and just maybe share their homebrews it's, or it's like, a lot of uh, sharing love man that's that's, cool, that's crazy it's great like that especially with uh, like just us being an actual brewer it's where that's where you see the big difference not many markets or many things you can go into and just like the have a head brewer sit down in your bar and then we'll re- they'll e- individually reveal each other's secrets like yeah don't even care. nothing hidden right? it's like so how no. do you do this thing oh I do it like that oh cool I do this one like this everybody just is completely open books the people that aren't are often not necessarily well respected around because it's mm-hmm. such an open it's such an open type of uh, mm-hmm. industry why do you think that is why do you think that people are so I cool think it's when way? people are I, I don't think people see each other as competition yeah that's I think it. it's a major that's part of it people like like the community like the mu- the movement like that that if you're telling somebody how they do a product that they, that they really enjoy that that means that they're gonna step up and if they step up that means everybody steps up mm-hmm. right there's a lot of that going around that might be the reason why Quebec mm-hmm. is actually one of the leader of experimenting on beers I think Right. Seriously, I know I respect like the big time what the Americans are doing, and they're they're professional in IP. I mean, peers down there are fantastic. Yeah. Now, if you want a larger panel of beers and and crazy stuff, it's gonna come from Quebec. Seriously, um, maybe I'm I'm yes a little no. too much in that. Hey, <laughs> so no, no, it's like it's regulations like, are the only reason why Quebec. Is it's not changing. Crazier. And slowly, it's just yeah, changing. It's slow. The states compared to like the states can do anything. <laughs> so when you're referring to regulations, are you referring to us not being able to get beers 
from anywhere else? No, no, are you no, referring no, to like different levels? Spontaneous, uh, spontaneous fermentation. Yeah. Oh, like actual like, yeah, yeah, production. Yeah, 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 the production wise, because like spontaneous, we, we, we can. You now, can now. Oh, you have to feel. Thank you, Francis Jonca from from Picaribou. Met that changed a lot. Really? And yeah, so hold on, you can't. You couldn't do. Excuse my ignorance. No, you couldn't do have a cool ship in Quebec. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do spontaneous at all. You it had you had to legally inoculate. You had to put some yeast inside of it. What? So you can sheep by putting like one speck and say like. There was the RACG. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Regulation. It's it's supposed to protect the 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 customers, which I understand. Now the limitation that brings to a brewer is like horrible. Yeah, definitely. But it's it's slowly changing. I would say this this there's been another big point that. The brewers and the, the, the beer aficionados I've been, you know, working on is uh, brawler and crawlers. I mean, yes. I mean, it's, it hasn't been long that we're now allowed to, you know, grab growlers and bring that home. Can I ask about that actually? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've always been curious about Quebec specifically. I like Tiff's from Toronto, where we lived there first, so we've been here five years. So we still love you guys. Hey, and we've been here long. I was in Toronto two years <laughs> and in Montreal five. So <laughs> go to rent. So my thing, when I go to Toronto, one of my favorite things is to be able to go to a brew pub, have a flight, talk to some people, and then go to the fridge and go, cool, I'm going to take these 10 models home. Mm-hmm. I come to Montreal, I can't do that anywhere except I, believe, I haven't been, but my brasserie apparently yeah. has that, but literally that's the only place You could do it to of. anywhere now that so, either has the, uh, that has growlers on location, but anybody who brews on location is allowed to do it now. So that's changed. Uh, that's changed yeah. in the past year. It's only been, it's... So that's just for growlers and crowlers? Yes. As opposed to pre-bottled or canned? Uh, yeah, exactly. So what's the re... I just, like, cause I've you have to have a shop on the side. So it would be a separate entity yeah. with a separate... Yeah, like, we, will, we won't get into the detail otherwise. I mean, even the city doesn't know. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, I'll be honest with you. That's tough. We've been talking to them, you know, and, you know, we all want to sell growlers to go uh, bottles that... But it's very complex, kind of obscure at the same time. Mm. But that what we know and what's a big win right now, because it, it actually opens the door to much more, is that you're allowed to sell crawler and growlers to go if you brew on site. So if the fermentation, technically if the fermentation is on site, then you can do it. It's only fermentation that's important. You can right. produce your wort somewhere else and bring it. Is but right. as long as you're fermenting, creating alcohol on site, in reality it's just having the the actual license, like used to, the reason why Mabrasi was able to do it is because they were industrial. When you had the industrial license, uh, so Barbarie had it, not many places did it, but only people that had an industrial license were able to do it. And in the past year now, all the brew pubs that brew on site are allowed to do it. But, but I've never seen anyone do it. I still haven't seen growlers. There's a lot of people that are brew, But like if you go to... Uh, like like a Benelux. Benelux. They do growlers. Yeah. That's sure. I guess I haven't been for a while. But they, they definitely like, do it. And lots of places don't necessarily do it. Really cool. It's, it's, they have to keep yeah, the bottles great. on hand. At the, like, all, there's a, still some regulations to deal with, with that on that end. But otherwise, you'd be surprised at the amount of breweries that there are in Montreal that are like us, where they brew off-site. And then that becomes a problem. And that's a problem. Exactly. You're not allowed to sell your own beer that way. Because I guess I was thinking of always Benelux, even like I know the guys at Helm, and like I asked them about that, and they, I think they did mention it was something about a separate shop, so they would have to have yeah. a, a place next door with yeah. a different address and a different yeah. license. And yeah. Like to me, that's just why can't there be a fridge right here? 
Like it just like what? Why can Ontario? Because it's so arbitrary. It's why it pisses me off. Like as a beer drinker. Yeah, but in like, Ontario, you can't go to a dependent and buy beer. Also, true. so at least thankfully we've got that. that yeah, because otherwise you true. can't get beer anywhere. That drives me nuts. That, like, <laughs> we have we we still have a long way to go to yeah. actually uh, match possibilities that like elsewhere, uh, yeah, whether the states the or state, I mean I mean go to any restaurant in Montreal. Do you good restaurant? You can get craft beer everywhere. everywhere. I love that. It's the best. That's in Montreal. Not in, so much. In, in Montreal, no. Oh no! What do you mean? There's no much. Uh, I've, I've been to like, say like like higher like Joe Beef or Liverpool, and they had like Le Castor. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. They'll bottles have because they're high. They're higher end restaurants. But most restaurants right. here have they're distributed by RJ slash uh, McCoslin. Uh, I mean, that's Molson. That's the same contrast. So you, you, can, you, you can blame the them. Right? You have a free. Uh, they give you a tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah they free pay tab, right? and, and you don't have to really worry about the beer because you know, yeah, whatever. I have this selection, I'll take it. Uh, but I think nowadays, and I've been talking to a lot of restaurants, and they realize the potential that craft beer would have yeah. in their restaurant. But they usually the, the answer is, man, I signed a contract because I have, I should have to sign up a three thousand dollar check to free my tabs. That might be minimum. Right. So hang on. Do you have to pay out a contract out with the them? Pretty yeah. much have to pay out the tap system that they because they pay for that. Then. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like deal with sign, like yeah. signing with the devil type shit. Like I mean, the, the the evolution of the craft beer in Montreal has been like phenomenal, and yeah. it was fast to adapt. Yeah. From that, I guess it's difficult, you know. Interesting. But it's it's for sure going that way. I, I felt like think. in my experience, maybe like even a place the first one that comes to mind was Dunette Triple Crown there on uh, uh, Saint Aubin and Saint Zotique or Clark and Saint Zotique maybe it is. Either way, it's like a chicken spot in okay. uh, Little Italy. Okay. It's like pretty well known. I remember going in there and they had bows and they had, uh, I think they had the castor and they had a whole bunch of other. I was like, what the fuck? Like, was that in bottle or in bottle. on tap? No, no, bottle. It's usually so I'm yeah. referring to bottle. Yeah. Was yeah. craft beer on tap at a restaurant? No, no mm. nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. not good luck. Yeah. So that's why I just go to brew pub. Sismo, it's easier. Because yeah. I know I'm going to get my good shit. And you can have good food too. That's it. Food here is fire. <laughs> Speaking of yes. what's next, I know we've had empty glasses for a while. This one? Yes, definitely. So What uh, is this bad boy? It's cold brew? Yes. It's a, oh, wow. It smells like espresso show right there. Definitely. That's that's exactly what's in it. Well, okay. Yes. <laughs> what, um, do you actually use cold brew? So actually like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, what uh, coffee did you use? Uh, Central Paul Montreal uh, Torfaction. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. So made a nice... Made about 50, 55 liters of cold brew to, to mix into. To do that, fifty-five. Damn, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty strong. So if you're yeah. if you're a good mathematician, you're gonna understand that it's gonna be a. <laughs> there's a lot of coffee there. in this. There's a lot of coffee in there. All right. Sorry, boys. Damn. You know the drill. Um, yeah. This is great. I love coffee and beer. It's is that what you got? It's yeah, close yeah. to. Yeah. A, it's, delicious. <laughs> it's close to an espresso shot for a pint. Like. Pointed. That's Close sick. Enough. Oh man, so that's a great. lot of our staff just come in, a bit, come in a little bit tired. Yeah, like, <laughs> they have they have this like, tired. That's a hangover. That's all right. That's so so tough with that one. Like, like, like that's yeah, yeah, she yeah. right away. She's like, she's like oh, oh, yeah, can, can I get one of those? What's my stuff? Put the other ones away. I just want this one. So we're we're actually talking about that. We called it the cold brew. I really wanted to call it like a slightly drunk, definitely awake. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a little long. More there. Uh, yeah. I guess it's like catchy yeah. and the cold breeze. Well, we'll call it that way in between yeah. us. Yeah, between us. Give me that. The body drunk, definitely uh, awake. <laughs> You're banned from naming beers. <laughs> Darius Lillian in the class. Sorry. The first names are just always such a nightmare. Like, you're just trying to think of everything. <laughs> and then when you get to the, after uh, your few dozen beers, and you're like, oh, what's cold brew, cold brew, yeah, That's it. Like, yeah. uh, uh, put a lot, make a fresh. It's a tough job, seriously. I know it is. Yeah. Craft beer names yeah. are the best. Because yeah. we only name them after we try them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to try it first. Yeah. Right, so you drink them. Actually, yeah. that's a great question. I've never never talked about this before. So yeah, tell us, talk us through it. How do you, how do you guys do it? So you yeah. well, I mean, you'll be like, I want to brew X style. So I yeah. want to brew a cold brew yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, it. And, and now I try I try to uh, think about it before because uh, I don't want to I don't want to show up uh, you know with nothing. Right. So I think about so you names. Come up with a bunch yeah, of yeah, yeah. A few names. Just in my mind. Is it your no, job? Like, you guys yeah. assign? No, no, we... No, everyone, whoever. Everyone. So it's anybody who's at the bar sometimes. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> hey, we, uh, this. Like, we, actually, uh, we actually... Did, did we do uh, on Facebook a big... Uh, yeah, on, uh, can you find a name for the... No, that was... Oh, uh, like a competition. Oh, yeah, actually, actually, no, it was, it was for, uh, for food. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I think I'm going to do that for... For beer, maybe it just yeah. uh, it, yeah, it's sick. Just brings a, a community lack of it. time, though. <laughs> lack yeah, of time yeah. because uh, we we actually want to try it first, of course. And when we try, it's usually on tap right here. Right. So, so we, we shoot it, and the people want to sell yeah. it right away. Like we need a name because people want to put it on and yeah. just like oh, oh is this key? <laughs> yeah, create on tap to Montreal. That's that's crazy. It's a whole thing though. Yeah. It's yeah. important. And and you realize that it's actually an important part of the beer. It is. It's it's quite important. So Branding. we try to yeah we try to actually like focus on that. yeah. <laughs> that's like it's that's, that's why we wait till we have it to try it out because like I, I could put stuff have a general idea but then it's like what do you feel like this should taste like when you're getting it or what so we just discover it from there. So every single time kind of just arise and then we decide after either really quickly or, <laughs> or really oh, or just like, like sometimes some it takes too long really and just yeah. give up like just give it anything yeah. there you go IPA yeah. whatever there you go <laughs> like something cool like I really like Monocle because one of my favorite yeah. things I really like single hop beers mm-hmm. um, and I really like uh, like there's a bunch of names Bellwoods has one called Monogamy yeah. there's one um, what's it called Stone City I'm called Single Handed yeah. I like I just like and Monocle sick name for that I that's think fantastic that was the only beer that I came up with the name first. <laughs> yeah. like, yes, I got it. Like, I, that's the only, usually, every one after that, it was also our first beer we ever brewed, was the Monocle, which oh, is, that, oh, that, that one like, changes all the time anyway. That one's just, that's the, but that's the point, because yeah, it's exactly. a different yeah, pop every time. See, that's the Mandarina Bavaria yes, right now. Because the original recipe was Galaxy, and then that became unattainable, so then we just started switching. So I said, screw it, we'll keep the name, the name's good. Same, <laughs> same grain bill, same uh, everything else, and it's just... Uh, no, it just modifies around, like I'll change a lot of this, a lot of stuff. It's just our pale ale. Pale ale at the moment, and then I'll and switch. different hop. Exactly. Yeah, we go we go uh, kind of the same with the underground, the double IP that we're going to drink at the end. Yes. We uh, we switch it all. Uh, let's, uh, I noticed that this one's, uh, we'll talk about yeah. the Columbus yeah. or whatever, yeah. but like, yeah, this is... That's actually an interesting one. I was going to ask about that when we got to it, but I guess it's really cool that I've never really seen a single hop double IPA. It's it's actually not single hop. Though. There's not a space on the board to write yeah, Simcoe yeah. Columbus, but oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's like there's the main the main hop is usually uh, going to be on the uh, yeah same thing the with the mandarina. The, the mandarina is technically mandarina with El Dorado, but very, it's like it's yeah, maybe. Twenty percent of the hop is El Dorado. Right. So I'll put the because sometimes not many hops can hold hold their own as like a just a smash style, just like mono mono mm-hmm. hop. 
So sometimes I like to just try to back it up with something that I would consider it to be missing. So like complete the, the wool to, to round right. it. I'd, I'd like to like because there's a few there's not there's citra would be one of them that you could just Eat leave it. mono hop and then this you're fine good. everybody's gonna like it but often it's if I would like to do a smash I would do it on something that would be more of a small pilot system 100 liter or something 200 liter but when I'm getting yeah. that much because I don't want to just do something interesting and try something out I'm gonna go okay this is what I want to get out of it how can I push this forward with other things and put something in place that's gonna fill up the gaps right. so I'll do it that way also. do you think that's common with other single hub thing because my I did not know that was a thing I thought it was like if it's a single hub beer it's a single hub beer it's not um... the only way they would possibly change something might be the bittering end just to save costs but I wouldn't think so okay so like some I'd say a lot of money would be on or they just actually single yeah, up it. Exactly. It's just like you like to like fill it up a little bit. Well, I mean, if, if they write it down, that for sure. That's, yeah. I don't think they would, you know, if, if I, I would write with it when there's. Yeah. If you three hops, they're not going to call it a, a single hop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, if, you, if it's a single yeah. hop, you bet, like, you may as well put it's, single hop. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to associate it to that style. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, on to the hops moving into, like, say, the. Um, the Quebec beer scene. So how, how do you guys, there's something, because I haven't done a Montreal podcast, something we're really focusing on now is like the local stuff. I keep traveling all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really want to get back to where we, where we live at. Um, how do you guys find that? Like, can you speak to just the scene? How do you feel that it is right now? Like, as far as like, I mean, I guess you were sort of touching on this. You really seem to be pushing forward. Now you've got the option for the open fermentation or the wild fermentation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any thoughts in general about sort of where it's going and, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you're into like the this uh, craft beer world in in Montreal and in Quebec in general, uh, I'm 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 going to be talking about Quebec because I know the no, Quebec specifically. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Canada, yeah. if you're into uh, the craft beer Quebec world, it's you know it's crazy. Yeah, you know it's crazy in a lot of de- and it's uh, a lot of different direction. You know, you have uh, uh, people selling to bigger companies. Yes. Uh, oh, I want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you uh, want to, we don't have to. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'd be curious. Uh, there, there are these guys like uh, improving, like uh, I was talking about Pit Caribou. There's Oshlag doing like special release lately. I've been drinking the, the, the avant-garde uh, thing the other day, wasn't it? Avant, avant-garde is one of the, the brewers uh, that actually brew at yeah, Oshlag. Yeah. Fantastic guys. They do... Um, very interesting yeah, beers. They've done a special release at the brewery. Uh, That's what I was referring to I was a couple weeks ago, yeah. Uh, lovely, lovely, lovely people. They were yeah, happy to share the beers and stuff. Uh, they were, I think, they were actually quite surprised. How many uh, people with, turned up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good on them. Ah, your beer is good. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> stuff is great. Yeah. But uh, in Quebec, I think there's a, first of all, there's a microbrewery opening every every week or every two weeks. It's, in, so. yeah. it's, it's insane. It's insane. So uh, are you talking province-wide or yeah. in Montreal specifically? No, 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 no province-wide. Province. Province. Yeah. Uh, Montreal, it's a, li- it's a little more difficult to open up uh, a brewery in Montreal. Just regulations. Price, price, yeah, no, so prices. Prices licensing. It's, it's it kind of crazy. So yeah, you want to be outside of Montreal. Now, if you uh, if you go and check like old school, old school breweries, uh, I don't know, uh, LTM, uh, working on new stuff, mm-hmm. uh, releasing their their uh, their year special beers like the yeah, Baltic Porter that we have. Yeah. Um, these guys are improving because they're they're getting pushed by our small yeah. companies like us, like showing up and bringing new stuff and trying, and it's uh, 
it's uh, that's why it's for the best I think yeah uh, I think there's still room in Quebec for a lot more breweries um, but yeah definitely going it's crazy definitely going good. I'd, I'd say yeah, above yeah. most compared to the the rest of the world where Quebec pushes more than anybody probably just because Quebec always has been like a Belgian style of beer yes I keep hearing like more than anybody <laughs> else like our big initial ones Unibrew all that stuff we're just point, yeah. like we even the initial places like uh, like the ones that really exploded the market they would have a tendency to be a lot more Belgium style they're sweeter style yeah. but Belgians have two styles either the big beers the big strong beers or they have sours right and Quebec probably more than anybody has a lot more sours if you go to the rest of the world, you go to the States, you go, mm. they have sours, yeah. but not like we have sours. No. Every brewery has breads, has lactic, has yeah. kettles. I think has, the first, it's, it's intense. The first day we realized there was sour all over the place was at the uh, IBU festival. Oh, I heard about it that. Was, yeah. It was uh, two years ago, I think. Yeah. It was, there was like a big tent of like IPAs, obviously. You expect a lot of IPAs everywhere, anyway. Uh, but on the other side, it was like sour, sour funky and it was insane right so people like uh, I think Montreal and Quebecers are very interested in, in sours I'm a, I'm a big fan of sour oh yeah um, usually customers it's uh, 60% big fan 40% yeah don't talk they about that they can only have one and then they're done top like, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and the panel of beers in sour style is insane nowadays I mean, yeah you know the first time I heard about uh, Imperial stouts that was sour. What? Sour. Yeah, like sour stouts. Yeah. Weird. You can't you can't make anything hoppy that's sour. Well, well <laughs> yeah. that's been proven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always it's crazy and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, very impressive uh, what Quebec is capable of producing in terms of sour beers and beers in general. Let's I mean, uh, say. I mean, you can just check the depreneur out there. That's one thing. How is that popping up? They're like, yeah, okay. So maybe I haven't gone because I was at one last night getting some stuff to trade for some people, and um, I was impressed. I couldn't. Find, I was looking for some sales because one friend specifically mm-hmm. wanted some, but I end up finding a bunch of uh, like, like my our shit. Like, you know, watches that stuff. Like, really to like the hazy northeast IPAs yeah, and yeah. stuff. That's been our thing. Um, and I know, like, I picked up a whole bunch that was there, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, because that was the one thing. Quebec and Ontario were both so far behind the states, and I feel like. Now it's like this year specifically, yeah. maybe the last six months. Yeah, everyone's yeah, against every every brewery down like oh shit. Like when I discovered you guys at um, Saint Buck, they had like it was an IPA thing. They had like 30, 40 yeah. taps of yeah, these yeah. IPAs. So I was like, all right, where's the northeast ones? Let me try everything. And a lot of them were subpar. Mm-hmm. In, all, in all honesty, I just felt like it felt like you know some breweries might have just made them because that's cool right now. Yeah, well, it's but also hard to try them back to back. There's also <laughs> that, it's, yeah, but I guess maybe because they're being stronger. And then, that's yeah. that's also yeah. fair. I didn't because I had the Boreal one there, which is pretty good, like pretty damn good. But I did not have that in that the occasion. Northeast I went for everything. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Northeast one because that's really good. But I had everything else that they had. Um, it, a lot of them felt like um, it was yeah, just made because it was. Like well, they, they felt like they had to or it was cool right now. That's what you're going to have when there's a big number of new breweries, new brewers. Obviously, they won't all be fantastic. That's for sure. Fair. It's going to bring a lot of good beers, a lot of poor beers as well. Yeah. Um, but to uh, go back to the Depreneur, I remember that uh, that time, uh, I think it was five years ago, all the Depreneur, they were all closing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's closing. You know, it wasn't working out and blah, blah, blah. And craft beer showed up, and, and then, that was that man. was going back up. 
and you can find like the entrepreneur offering like microbrew beers kind of everywhere now. That's yeah, that's a specialized store. Oh that's yeah, all yeah. I can think of like two or three just in my little my little neighborhood alone. Like, and uh, yeah, because the uh, offers there, good or bad beers, and people uh, buying beers are right here, man. It's yes. uh, we we're changing. I mean, technically, honestly, in this bar, I'm working. I'm changing minds every day. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't like IPAs. Wait. I try, try that. Yeah. I don't like beers. Oh. I'm gonna. Uh, they're gonna try a Brett, a saison Brett. What the hell is oh, this? It tastes yeah. like what wine, and that's kind of crazy. I like it. All right, that's it. I'm sorry. You. That's it. You're gonna be drinking style. beers now. It's a beer yeah. style for everybody. Yeah. That's really what's is, nice yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Not unlike wine, where you're limited to yes, colors and cepages and a whole bunch of stuff. Like beer has. You can't put so a, much name, more, right? a label on a specific style. And it's probably, Too many people are like, I don't like beers. You give them a sour. You're like, oh, like, oh like my this. God, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, that's what's really interesting about it. Oshlag's going crazy with that, like crazy beers. Yeah, for like, the brew like, oh, out of that. Yeah. It just show, uh, came up with a 24 carat, I think. Is that that uh, like Black Bottle one? Black Bottle is for Noir. It's been uh, out there for about two, three weeks. But you have to go through the SAQ because they actually add their own black whiskey in there. So it's oh, 13% yeah. alcohol. You can't actually go uh, sell to, to a depreneur. Uh, okay, it's too high. And uh, lately they've been doing a, a special bottle uh, uh, for the challenge of the brewers and uh, showed up with a new style, you know. That's, that's, it's very interesting. It's very sick. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I'm very impressed even just going to the depreneur. I haven't been to Peluso for a while and I know that's the, like... The yeah, psycho one. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's like I took my American friends there and they're like, whoa, like, yeah. this is a lot. It's like <laughs> if an American person says that, that's what you I go, thought too. You so go I was like, those depreneurs and you're like, oh, you're like, God. damn. But it's also when you're not used to it. If I go to an American depreneur, I freak like, out. Freak if that, out. Or the American store, you're like, oh my yeah. God. But if they go, then they're like, I've seen all these everywhere. everywhere. And, and it's like, yeah, yeah, but the supermarket, I can get them everywhere. Yeah, that's a good point. So it is really cool. You're right. And I'm definitely not shitting on the breweries by saying that they weren't the fire. I just, I guess I'm pointing out that maybe at least they were trying to do it oh, and yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean that those breweries aren't going to make it fire we were talking earlier about a specific brewery we're going to talk about them but <clears> they had bad batches so it <clears> could have <throat> just been bad batches which we're saying even Alchemist we've yeah. talked about this publicly with Alchemist had each other like fucked up recently <clears> which was terrible but it could have just been a bad batch I like that's it. what it is I like it because it shows they're human yeah it's, it's, I guess it's it is uh, real right? and like it brings them back on earth <laughs> so it's actually a good point then it's like for like a message to beer drinkers like try it more than once because maybe that one time you tried it might not have been there yeah. might have been something an issue with that batch or something probably you tried did it, it on it, purpose could have done just to, just to, just to mess with you yeah. um, to get controversial then so True to the Diable how do you feel True to the Diable well I mean I've uh, great move my Bolson <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. fantastic I mean I mean you have to uh, I, I was talking about that with a lot of customers a lot of people working in the, in the industry and uh, I thought first of all you have to know a little about the, the brewery yeah. and what's going on to judge I think fair so this is a fantastic brewery they've been producing fantastic beers for years it's uh, it might have been uh, a little bigger than they thought it would be it might have been a little overwhelming for the, the owners, the for the owners, for the brewers, etc., etc. They've done great things with festivals and stuff. Uh, now, between uh, you and I, it's if there's a check, big check coming your way, and you what know you're going to keep on brewing good beer, your beer, you pay, it's your passion. 
you know, keep on brewing beers, but you can actually uh, touch a lot more people. Different way of like sending beers and stuff, and you're part of a, you have a backing big time, you know, it's a big company. Can you blame them? I'm not too I sure. I don't think you can blame them at all. I'm not too sure. Now I understand that the beer fans are like, that's, that's tough. That's, yeah. a, that's a tough pill to actually swallow. Especially them, like such yeah. a beloved brewery. Like. Yeah. I mean, the, and, and they're very conscious of that. Uh, the, the, the guys in charge uh, of the rep called, called me. They called everyone, I think. Just to be like, to, hey. Hey, man. And my I'll advice, and I'll, I'll, I'll say exactly the same uh, thing as uh, I told the girl. I'm like, guys, the only thing you can do now come up with a fantastic beer like try your best I don't know but show up that you guys are still fantastic brewers because I don't think anything has changed I mean they, sh they, they came up with La Breteuse lately incredible beer like it's barrel edge etc etc it's fantastic to me keep on brewing that I will be buying for sure right so I don't care you're not really affected by the like doesn't really matter no to you it's always like crying for crying and Borea was never a big company to uh, crap beer geeks Meh, Borea hey, they made the northeast and uh, yeah. the and here it is the best brewery yeah. <laughs> that's that's no that's, it can't go one way yeah. okay if you go into the craft beer and it's fantastic beer and people love you why the other way would be uh, bad man you do fantastic beer you want to get bigger you want some money If you keep on doing good beers, I will be buying good. Fair. That's what I think. Only time will tell, really. Yeah. yeah. See if they change if their their products start going down and they're not they're, they're not making them as good or they're not innovating, then they'll go down themselves. Right. But otherwise, it depends on the buyers. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. had the initial discussion initially, so we because we we always we have some bottles and then we buy their products. Mm -hmm. Are we going to keep doing it mm -hmm. as long as the products are good? Why would we stop buying them? Okay. The only That's your I, I'd assume that the only reason we would stop buying them is that if at some point there's a total job tap in all of the restaurants and all the places and it doesn't really become an exclusive product mm. anymore. Mm. Like, why are we really selling them here? It'd be the equivalent of us throwing uh, double Wait. IPA from uh, from McCoslin yeah. all the time. Like, it's accessible. It's too accessible. Yeah. We want to introduce people new products. We don't want the person to go down to a restaurant down the road from us and be allowed to have that the same the product same that thing. we have here. Because your whole like value proposition is that exactly. you're giving them like house yeah. brews plus. Our whole place is to make you discover products, not to like introduce the same products shit that you get pretty much everywhere. So that's, that's the only time it would happen. And we're talking about beers, obviously, but it's, it's exactly the same with the with the hard liquor there. Check, check the bottle of whiskey. It's going to be like very tough. I mean, like you tough got to high find end stuff, right? Yeah, like well, maybe, so, maybe like not, not high end, but tough craft, to find. Like local yes, craft. That's yes. just different. It's yeah. different from what you get to uh, all the other bars around. That's for sure. Same for the gin. We try to push the, the, the local. Uh, yeah, you get me the Arsh like stuff, like the vodka, the vodka, the vodka, vodka yeah, vodka yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not selling, I'm, I'm not telling we sell tons. Right, but I, like want, you have that I want that product, yeah. and obviously when the guys like, "Hey, I'm into vodka. Have you ever tried a hot, hot vodka?" You're like, "Can it?" Leslie was popular with that. It's, yeah, mm. uh, you probably said the same thing. Well, let's try that. No, I, I knew it was around because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know okay, Oshlag, okay. but I never tried it. And I was like, when you said hell, like hell yeah, you put oh, way too much, so, you fucking crazy bastard. Uh, uh, <laughs> couldn't couldn't catch up. <laughs> so, like, do you guys feel like? Because one thing that's that's the argument that like 
because as a business person, like I understand, if someone gives you like you know, nine figures or whatever's on there, you're gonna be like, all right, like what are you gonna do? But do you guys feel because of what? Um, I know it's Molson as opposed to like AB, mm-hmm. but a, a lot of the same tactics. So yeah. I, I don't think it's as prevalent in Canada as it is in the States, but you know, they own distribution networks and the retail stores and they actually, and I guess the warehouses and they kind of stop. They, they also petition, from what I understand, petition local uh, government and stuff to make things harder for, uh, you know, craft breweries. They pay for tap lines. So if you're a new brewery, say if you guys wanted to get lines in different places, I'm like, oh, sorry, like you were saying before, they're all bought out by Molson. Mm-hmm. It's, it's worse in Canada or at least in Quebec than it is in the States by far. How so? Oh, as far as like, how Molson attacked it? Well, yeah. they're from here, right? So. Well, no, it's not, it's not really. It's because in the, in the States, there's a three-tier system. They're, they're forced into selling to a distributor, and then the distributor has to sell to the other client. They have a level of separation. Oh, so we it's kind of like payola. It's kind of like payola. We don't have that. Like, the equivalent as like Transbrou would be one of the distributors yeah. here. And then Transbrou could go in. In the States, they're forced to do it that way. Us, it's not the same way. The brewer can go directly to the client and then start giving these things, which Whatever. is how this, which is how they get into restaurants and how they get a whole bunch of stuff. Which right. is why it's just pros and cons at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. It allows, it's good because the brewer can then go and, and try to do offer the same things, but they just can't. They can't offer the same the, the same thing that they do. Like offer a three thousand dollars tap system to try to sell beers, who probably never pay for it. But right. So it's it's all these things. So it's not even worth it for them to, to yeah, do that. Exactly. Interesting. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. I was always fun. I guess I hear it mostly from American yeah. perspectives. Yeah. And that generally dictates like uh, that's that a, they're doing this stuff that's shady, and that's what's the mad. You know, because it's like they probably are, but the the rules on the, are really pushed on their end to be a, to allow them to be able to do something where it separates between both. Right. Okay. So the system's a little. That's why when you go into bars, like they have such a wider array of beers of different companies. They're not like here when you go into a bar, it's all it's all uh, InBev or it's all right. uh, it's all Molson. It's all big main it's, yeah. it's all this. It's like one company comes in and buys the whole tap system, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. Right. The other ones, you're you're signing up with a distributor. Not exactly the same. It allows you to choose different products from different breweries. But the distributors aren't given that payola to pay for that three thousand dollar tap line. They, they might. The distributor Ooh. themselves might do it to, to buy the actual yeah. tap lines. However, but then if, they could feed them anything. A, exactly. If I'm a microbrewer, <laughs> I can go with that distributor. Hey, do you want to distribute my beer? And then that beer becomes accessible to the people that are buying it on, on the tap. So my understanding of that side is that say AB owns the distributor. Yeah. And yeah, then if Brewski wants say they have that here, that if you want to get into that distributor, it's like nah not getting into that, 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 that because they can block you because now AB yeah. in the States are buying up craft breweries at the assholes they've got like whatever 20 in their portfolio that high end or whatever it's called so like they can like oh no we're offering all these to see Elysian and Wicked Weed now and like all these different ones and it looks misleading whereas in Canada I can I think there's like four or five that's it like Cream Moore yeah. and Granville yeah. Island Mill Street and now through the album maybe one more I missed it's uh, Boston Malaya yeah Boston. them too and that's it though but that's pretty small yeah. In comparison to like the bunch of the states, it's, it's pretty uh, at, low here. Uh, there's the other one, Archibald. I don't think you stepped on Oh, Archibald, good Archibald point. I forgot about that. InBev. InBev as well, yeah. So there's not like as many. No. Like, and it's not, I feel like the, if you. The if quantity it's, is less too, because too many people, like, if you come to us to try to do that, we're. You're still in like that upgrowth period. You have to be a yeah. brewery that's been either Already. around for a long enough. Maturity. Or the like. 
I, I'm, we're hitting a point where we need outside investment to jump to the next level. And that's where they get a lot of these people. Yeah. Or they're, they're like Cream Ward, they have one beer. That All they're doing is one beer, and then they just, just require distribution. Like they require right, more yeah. money to increase a little bit of the volume to just distribute a little bit more. <laughs> in, in reality, it's, it's the equivalent to what selling out is to, for a lot of people. They consider selling out to just signing to somebody else, but at the same time isn't making a product and making it the most accessible to everybody else just what you got into the business, business for. right so it's, yeah, it's be as interesting right it's yeah. both of them are both both are, are fine do what you want <laughs> hard to tell yeah somebody sits down in front of you and offers you money what are you gonna do and i think with beer it's because it's an art yeah and it's like it gets treated more like an art than a business like if you go to silicon valley <clears throat> and you build an app and then facebook buys your app like yeah, yeah that's what i want exactly but in beer all of a sudden everyone wants to kill you because yeah. you went and took this money I just think it's because of what they stand for and that they generally yeah. water down the products like you can't say the Granville Island or Cream Wars products are as good as what they were when they do that probably Mill Street you can say we've that never, too we've never had them I guess before. you all know I guess we got them only after they got wired good point <laughs> good point um, okay that's probably important. like something like Cream Wars that I thought was one of the things that we drank early on in craft beer like definitely it's different um, Mill Street the same thing like we also got that because we were in Toronto first discovering mm. this beer so I've seen that change personally from that side yeah. and I, did, I don't know I just, it's very interesting this is yeah. the first time I've seen it in Quebec aside from Archibald which I only had a little bit of beforehand I didn't have any like it's not as prevalent here main, no mainstream yeah like, it's, it's, uh, more, it's more mainstream it, it, filled, anyway. it, it fit their brand a lot more it than, didn't feel weird yeah exactly that one was less necessarily like, bothersome oh, than okay. something like Twisted Job that's, that's it a, it's yeah. a big because that's, that's a, a different yeah. crap that's, yeah, like, like, means like hits like, like, but that's, that's why people took it personally yeah, yeah that's it that's why Don Fishhead would be about yeah. the same oh like Sam wouldn't sell I don't think <laughs> no, at all but, it's, but that would be the same thing, thing. Yeah, it's yeah, the exact like, same oh, thing it's old Sierra yeah. or like one of those bigger guys that's uh, like the, uh, we, we interviewed uh, founders recently they have 35% of the company or 30% owned by Mahu in Spain and he said that apparently and he made a good point the owner who spoke to him he was like because um, Mahu are like they're not you know, it's like even like you could probably argue Constellation brands say like they bought Ballast Point like they and Corona and all that shit like they kind of have the same sort of practices as AB and Molson and stuff mm-hmm. where someone like Mahu or whatever is like they're just this Spanish brewery they don't know shit about anything aside from lagers that's what he said because we, they come to the brewery and they don't know anything about dry hopping or whatever we had to teach them but they he, what he said though I never thought of it like this he was like they own like 30% of the company we get taken off the American craft brewery whatever it's called because you have to have 25% no more than 25% owned but he goes they increase the volume for one specific brewery to still be considered craft which is Samuel Adams because they keep putting up their um, output every year that like, oh, we want to keep him in here, so let's just put it up. What means what, what a craft beer output? So, like, well, they we own the right to microbreweries. Oh, they started the game, okay. yeah, exactly. But I thought it was an interesting point yeah. that was like, okay, well, these guys only own five percent more than their sort of thing, but they'll keep changing the limit for them, but they won't change it the other side. Like, it's this is very, it's such an interesting conversation for uh, for the beer world, and like, because it's just such an intersection, and there's no right answer. Like, it's, sure. oh, like, it's, it's like any other business, it gets <clears throat> sucked in, like. The big boys uh, business uh, yeah. you know that's tough that's tough yeah um, it uh, depends on uh, what you understand and what you see as uh, the picture of microbrew beers you know um, that's true and I understand people that are not gonna like uh, what's uh, happening to uh, Le Trou du Diable I understand the one that I like I don't care yeah you know that's 
stuff. But uh, we'll know in the future. I guess we'll yeah. find oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so just before we have the next section, I think we're about time to check in. Yep. So we have a thing called the lightning round, but before we get to the lightning round, we're gonna need uh, we're gonna need to go to the next one. So this is the peanut butter. This is the peanut buster. Peanut buster. Yeah. Oh my god, that smells like peanuts heavy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, if you want to do a peanut beer, you better you, taste you better, you better yeah, put yeah. that in there. Damn. Yeah. Oof. All right. Ah, 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 you know the jeez. Man, I, I really <laughs> like this one. That's why, man. It's like I understand. <laughs> Man. Wow, it's great. It's intense. That's very peanutty. It's, it like is. That. It is. You know the drill, guys. I like it. What's the ABV on this one? I can't see from here. Six three. Uh, yeah, yeah, six three. Yeah, it's like um. So it's it's an extract. Oil. It's a it's a natural aroma. Natural aroma. Yeah. So. But it's definitely like peanut, super peanut. Like you said, Reese's Pieces. Yeah. I feel like this bitterness is kind of like a chocolatey, roasty. Yeah, there's a chocolate malt roasted barley inside of it. So I don't know if get I'm it. getting coffee though. No. Or is it it's probably from the last one? A yeah. bit from the last one. Well, just the torrefaction of the uh, roasted barley or the chocolate will always give probably, it yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same way they, they roast coffee like they roast uh, like they roast barley. It's the same way. Same thing? So just different levels, different temperature outputs pretty much. So you get a lot of, like, you either get chocolate or uh, or coffee. Chocolate malt will give you a bit more of the chocolate. That's mm -hmm. why you, it seems like it has chocolate inside of it. So right. it gives you a flavor of almost a uh, almost a Reese's Pieces right. with yeah. a natural extract. I can definitely get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm. And it is an oatmeal milk style also. So it's got that sort of, like, soft, sort of creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, it'll give you the oiliness that oats will give you, and then lactose just to give it a little bit more sweetness and body to it. Uh, nice, man. Really like, definitely goes with this tie of oh, yeah. you want like eating chocolate with that really like get a good yeah. yeah most stouts have a tendency yeah. to go with chocolate I kind of just feel like maybe because of that peanut butter sort of thing that, that sort of peanut -y sort of uh, flavoring well I mean if you if, if you taste the you know, milk stout before we add the peanut butter extra you're gonna get you're gonna get, you're gonna get that right? yeah definitely yeah. so so that's why it was a perfect match yeah no it's fantastic so interesting I love it like it's like a well, I think we said earlier it's just such a weird style for uh, for Canada I don't really see it a lot here because I feel like it's more of an American thing so it's yeah, good to see it we happen were, we were actually uh, we he brewed that because we were drinking some peanut butter beer coming from uh, Germany that was it. Nice. Right? From, uh, from German, I uh, went to Germany, but it was a beer from, I, I assume California. I forget. Oh yeah. I forget what it was. So you need to go to Germany to, bring to, to get the California beer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So we're drinking that. Like this is crazy. This is very different, but this is very good. And uh, of course, when you when you brew a beer like that, you actually not stressed, but worried about what's you know how people are going to react to that. Right. Um, but it, there is a tendency. Uh, to actually brew sweeter beers nowadays, uh, the time of year also milk, milkshake, etc. Yeah. You see, you see that. So we were, mm, it's probably going to go well. And uh, we actually launched uh, the Peanut Buster uh, last week. Right, that's fresh for the for the darker winter events. And uh, and yeah, that was that went crazy. And I knew I knew it would be crazy when I saw the re reaction on online. On Facebook, Untapped, etc., etc., uh, there were like crazy beers, like bourbon uh, aged uh, stout. Exactly. Exactly. People were talking about the peanut buster. Interesting. So, That's good to know. Yeah, 
So you hit a, hit a home run with this one. Definitely, and uh, and very happy with what's going on uh, on the um, check-in, on Untapped, on the feedback from the customers. Fantastic. Obviously, it's not going to please everyone. Like it's no. sweet, you can never different. Yeah. But once again, we change some uh, some minds there. So it's it's mission accomplished for that. Oh yeah. That's perfect. I love it. And I'm going to drink it anyway. So <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you don't well, like you it, don't like it, it well, yeah, well, well, for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thousand liters. Well, I mean, you know, when, when, the, when, the, when the staff, uh, you check what the staff is drinking, you understand that. So, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah. what they're going to do yeah. on their breaks. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that. Um, so we have this thing called the lightning round, which tends to not be that much of lightning, so you can answer as quick or as long as you like. <laughs> um, what's your guilty pleasure beer? So maybe a beer you like drinking that you would be embarrassed to admit to a uh, beer nerd. I will. Uh, I'm not actually embarrassed. I, I think it's quite fantastic. I love this in the in the bad beer top notch. It's uh, Labatt Fifty, man. Everybody's yeah. that. Yeah, that was mine also. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually, I guess we've too. been drinking Labatt Fifty <laughs> yeah. together. So, but it's it's so the same way. I'm not embarrassed to tell anybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but people are. It's actually pretty good. When I got my permanent residency, my friend brought me over like a. Like a key, yeah, that's what it's called. You're an old like, school, right, bro, bro, give me the key, man. Bring that. <laughs> it's not that bad. I hadn't had it in a long time, yeah. and like it's probably one of the most common guilty pleasure ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's a craft brewer's like off yeah. style beer. Like <laughs> yeah. you ask, it's, it's funny because anybody who doesn't like craft beer, you and you tell them to like a bad fifty, they yeah. freak out. They're like, why do you like that beer? Crap beer, like, oh no, that's, oh, yeah. that's what that's I drink. <laughs> as long as it doesn't warm up, since it warmed up, I'm like, oh, it tastes like well, the rest. Of course, it's still not so bad. It's an ale, so it takes a. That's it's true, it is better than the other But uh, if I have to change my answer, I will tell you give me a jacuzzi, I'll drink Corona. Oh, uh, that's mine too. That's mine. But give me a little uh, yeah. uh, lime. If it doesn't have lime, it's undrinkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I don't think you want Oh, God. No, like, you, no need you, want bottle. Bottle. you need, need the, the bottle. bottle. Yeah, with you need to shove that. One of my <laughs> friends like, uh, brought a big case of uh, Coronita or something. Oh, uh, the little bottles. I'm like, that's a cool shot. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Two. Like three, three gulps. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You bought a 12 <laughs> pack for $12. Yeah. This is phenomenal. Like, what if, why not? <laughs> it's probably not 12 beers, though. Uh, be the opposite. Beer you would decline under any circumstances. So you went to a barbecue, you didn't bring your own stuff. Someone's like, hey man. If I go into a restaurant and they just have the just the regular standard Molson kind of taps, I'll often just drink a gin soda or something. Yeah. Just because so I'm like, ah, Same I, I, I'll avoid having, like, I'm not going to have a Molson <clears throat> X just because that's what you That's have. all there is. Oh <laughs> man, Molson X, uh, picture. Summer Rickard's Red or something like no, I'm good. Oh, you know yeah. what? Well, I'll take I'll take a Rickard's Red, but a uh, uh, Molson X man can't do that. No, Rickard's White actually isn't too bad. It's yeah, it's like an orange juice though. Yeah, that's why. It's uh, <laughs> apparently it's Blue Moon, the exact same recipe. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be. Apparently. Yeah, I know if it's true, but it's in the in the crazy average beer. I've seen a lot of Montreal's going crazy for this uh, 1664. Uh, oh, okay. that's even uh, worse of uh, the blanc? orange beer. The, the, yeah. the blanche. Yeah, yeah, the uh, bus. Uh, it's great. I mean, uh, yeah, I remember really? that in France. That was, the, it was already shitty. I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 As far as shitty beers go, like, what? pretty <laughs> unshitty. It's the least, yeah. <laughs> least shitty. Uh, favorite beer style? Like, if, almost like your go to? Probably double IPA. Nice. Well, it used to be IPA. I mean, I'm the evolution there. Nah, yeah, give me, nah, give me a sour, man. Nice. Give me a sour, I'll be happy. Any specific one or just sours in general? 
As in like Sours or Berlin or Goza or something? Uh, I'm a big Gossi fan. Yeah, Gossi is cool. Uh, I really like the, the, the saltiness of it. Uh, like it's cool. You can drink it whenever you want. You're usually not, you know, surprised. It's go-to beer, Gossi for sure, man. I like that. Good call. Least favorite beer style. To the opposite. Whites or reds? <laughs> uh, like, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's pretty bad because I'm not drinking whites anymore. Uh, I've been. Doesn't mean like you hate them, just your least favorite. The two, they're, 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 mm. not, they're meant, like, they taste too much like banana to me. I'd say probably white oh, would be my least yeah. favorite. I'm not a huge fan of the banana flavor in time. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not drinking any Pilsner anymore. No? No. Done with it? Yeah, that, I don't know. That's, I used to drink that all the time, and now I feel like it all tastes the same, and I'm past that. Over it. The interesting one, it's the, from what I find, it's that that's the brewer's favorite. Pilsner's dry hop yeah. lagers or whatever are always the number one. Oh, so I've heard it many, many times, thing. and that's, that's how I start an argument with a lot of brewers. <laughs> I guess you're not a brewer, so you can say what the fuck you want. Um, Desert Island beer, so if you're going to be stuck on an island drinking the same beer over and over. I'd say Zuvel would be one of, has always been my... Stuck on an nice. That's a good one. Seems like a nice solid nine percent beer I can drink. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. It's breakfast in a bottle. <laughs> All right, good person that I won't drink. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like you, you ain't choosing that. No, I would say you know what? A good, uh, a nice red L because it's not gonna be uh, too much. You're gonna have a little test. You're not gonna get too bored, mm-hmm. and uh, it's in between. It's amber. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the yeah. first. No one said that before. Yeah. I'm different. <laughs> and you should that, be. I thought that was in your list of least favorites. No, no, that was on your list oh, okay. of least favorites. Right. I'm yeah, not, not, not white beers. No, no. I, 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 I love an ESB. I love uh, like a nice red, but I wouldn't bring that online, that's for sure. No. But, uh, but the amber you could mess with. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, be a trend prediction. So, what do you think is next? Whether maybe we'll just look at Quebec specifically since we're here. I'm just waiting for. IPLs to come through a lot more. Indian lager, yeah. Just a lot more lager. Nice, yeah. I think the more and more you get bigger breweries, and especially as they, as, as like a small craft brewery expands, and then they go either their their demand diminishes, then suddenly oh, let's start. We have fermentation space. Let's start doing more lagers. Yeah, yeah, but he has he has the technical part. He knows what's going on in breweries. So, so I guess see it behind the scenes. I'm I'm like yeah, it might be it yeah. might be right. That's a good one. Um, I've said that before. I think we uh, we're gonna go into these mixes that Quebec has been offering more and more. We were talking about that earlier, like the, the step, like sour steps. I think we're gonna go into this opposite direction, try to mix it all and 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 do something crazy. And people in Quebec are looking forward to first brewing that and trying that. Right. So we'll see, but. Imagination is the limit, I guess. Okay, no, good point. Because I've been be uh, proven wrong when yeah. I said, well, <laughs> the dark beer, sour dark beer. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Like, and, um, well, that's, that, that does work very well. Espaspublic has, really has done it, yeah, Pit Caribou um, has done it. It's, that's it's, true, both uh, of them are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. really, really good call. Um, favorite up and coming breweries? So maybe just some newer ones that say uh, you guys know the people or have had some beers and you're like, man, these guys are... Uh... I actually don't know the people. And I was, uh, I was shopping that for my sour summer. And it was uh, Brasserie Morin. Brasserie, Brasserie Morin. Okay. Uh, they created... Uh, oh, man. 
it's a 23, 16, 14, something like that. It's, a, uh, it's the tropical uh, coordinate. So it was a sour beer, and I thought, man, this is fantastic. This is this is something really cool. I'm looking to I'm looking forward to trying another beer from them. They actually did another batch uh, on the same base. Fantastic. I don't know what's going on there. I haven't talked to them, but uh, I'm looking forward How to spell that. M O R O N. M O R I N. Yeah. Moran. I think I've seen that around. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good one. You got one. I'd say. I go with a Schlagel all the time just yep. because of how they don't bring out many products but they really just try to do off things like they crazy just try stuff. to do something crazy and that's where I, I prefer having something that's not necessarily always great but always something that goes oh let's make a make, make, make a beer with blue corn that have a weird color <laughs> make a nano IPA with 2%, steam, 2%. Steam like, I, I like that style of brewing more than trying to because they're not looking for volume they're just trying to do something different I guess so, they've got their money coming in from exactly, the doing contract right exactly. yeah they're good good point uh, favorite beer city destination or country so just a place you like to go for beers whether it's like a... I like Burlington so close <laughs> it's so an hour and a half away and you got a whole bunch of different uh, good beers so hell yeah it's there's the definitely there's, I've been to better places possibly but they're just like uh, people so nice close to home yeah that's true and people so nice yeah the food is amazing yeah, I like Canadians but in America yeah it's, it's rare that you go to like especially the states unless you go to places like New York California the food's not as good like yeah. they don't have the, the French Montreal culture <laughs> so you're dealing yeah. with either good beers but not always good food while Vermont is still has, has a little level of nicer products I guess everything top to bottom yeah good point Yo. Um, Vermont is the Vermont as well the, no no but I would I was I was actually very surprised. I went to New York lately and uh, with uh, with some friends from France. I wanted to see the Big Apple, and I made sure we would like go through uh, microbreweries. They were not they were they were not big beer drinkers. I ch- I'm not sure <laughs> right. to change that. Which is the word were? Uh, <laughs> were. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Brooklyn, man. Yeah, to Brooklyn. So yeah. uh, my favorite was uh, Torst. They went to Torst. I didn't get to go there. I heard it was great. It was it's a it was tiny amazing. place, right? The little tiny yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A super clean, and white place. And they were all like fantastic beers. I mean, I know they have uh, a lot of connection with the Mikeller and, and, and stuff, and they, get, and they get the good shit. And fantastic, fantastic place. Uh, maybe I was there and I was lucky to have all the good beers, but I would. I think it's uh, always good beers, I, though. I could have uh, gotten drunk for three days in a row. Yeah, it's no problem. And another place that I go in uh, New York is uh, Ginger Man. Okay. Ginger Man. Maybe forty taps. Uh, Was that Manhattan? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fantastic place. Always fun, classy, but you know, it's you can drink whatever you want. It's a lot of beers from uh, all the all, all around the world. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Did you go cool. to any brew pubs in New York? Uh, or is more beer bars? Yeah, more bars. beer bars because you know I don't want to be uh, boring with my friends when I go. Yeah, be like, all right, yeah. now we're going. To yeah, we got it. You like crap beer? <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, all right, we get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we were, we went a couple months ago and I was blown away. Uh, my first, like, yeah, I went to like other wow. half was sick. Mm-hmm. Finn back. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. to Proletarian in Manhattan. That was cool. That that is crazy. That was the other one. I tossed was yeah. about everyone kept saying go. I just no, like, no, no, Proletarian is fantastic. Yeah, so that was sick. Just like like Hill Farmstead, like there's nothing like grim everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That one called Jeffrey. 
Yeah, but, but that's what's going on. It's it's when you're not used to having these products that you go crazy for them. I mean, uh, you, you uh, you've met uh, Jason from the from the Winooski warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, he's Beverage got warehouse, yeah. he's got like fantastic selection of uh, Quebec beers. He loves Quebec. He loves Quebec nice. beers. He loves and, it. And you know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows everybody. Who doesn't know Jason? Fuck. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. fantastic guy. Seriously. He's, he's, he's the shit, you know? And, and when I went there, I saw the selection of Quebec beers. Where am I, who's, who's responsible for that? Yeah, yeah like the guy was like, like Jason, Jason <laughs> showed up, and I'm like, man, this is fucked up. And, and really, really cool. So it's always what you don't have and what yeah. you appreciate. Get it. And yeah, because he's like in the epitome. He's in Vermont, like you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's like worried about Quebec beers and as sick as they are here, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it's just because we're here. And, and his customers, are, you know, he's pushing the product, but Constantly. obviously... He said he always, when people yeah. come, he takes them to that section. Oh, oh. take a look at my Quebec oh. section. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me up. Um, underrated style, brewery, city, or country? <laughs> it's a tough one. What doesn't get us props? That's a good question. You know what? It's 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 funny because uh, I would say the world. It's it's fucked up as an answer, but seriously, wherever you go nowadays, beers, yeah. all the craft beer all over the place, and it's it's a little scary because we all want to drink everything, and it's very pleasing at the same time because you know when you go you're gonna go somewhere in different country, Argentina, crazy craft beers. Yeah go to uh, Northern uh, Europe crazy beers and I think that you know we usually look at our own place and think we're the best and there's much more going on so it's everywhere I invite you to uh, if you travel be, go find uh, beer. Yeah, go go find beer. Be be an ass with your girlfriend, and then she if she loves you, she's, she she'll pick <laughs> she'll the she'll pick, she'll pick the brewery for you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, you heard the man. I'd say, I think just lagers, and what I mean, like just easy drinking beers. I'm yeah. glad you didn't same say pilsners, man. Pilsners also the same. they're the same, same thing. They're just Czech lagers. Yeah. But the, the and why I say that is just more because this is a beer podcast. Yeah. And most people that are, that are like craft beer drinkers are don't really like that style or just they associate that to big breweries instead of going yeah. it actually takes a lot of skill and a lot of talent to make a good lager and too often not it's just overlooked so like, can't hide the flaws exactly so a good a good lager is often overlooked by a lot of little craft beer places so I'd say that's the style that's probably underrated most underrated yeah I definitely definitely underrated by me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you need to school you, bro. Exactly. They have a good try. I'm looking Pilsner. For like, it is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I'm great. appreciating it more and more mm-hmm. lately. Like a dry hopped Pilsner. Yeah. Or a dry hopped Pilsner. Pilsner. Those are phenomenal. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah, uh, like, it's going out. That's probably what is going to please me to go back to. Uh, yeah, what's sort of. I feel like it's yeah. taken me a while to get into it because I keep hearing all these, like, brewers say it. And I'm like, yeah. all right, well, there's something to this. And I've kind of made a point of. Trying to enjoy them yeah. more recently, and I'm like, fuck, all right. I it's get been it. the like, same in for IPAs, it's been the same for sours. You know, yeah. oh, I'm not a big fan of that. Oh, wait a minute, this you just have to get the the right door to open and go back to the to, to, to the style. Yeah, uh, I remember I didn't like IPAs at the beginning. I mean, what a, what a fool I was! <laughs> what a fool, but now you know better. 
Um, best beer you ever drank in your life? Wow. Often this is situational. Like it was like, oh, I was here and doing this or whatever. Pretty much uh, like, like any flavor or eating anything is always situational. It only yeah. gets good once you've had a good one once and then you associate all flavor back to that. Right? That's true. Anything you guys can think of? Best I can think of. Uh, uh, yeah, I was at uh, the um, uh, Mondial de la Bière in, in Montreal. So it's yeah. uh, all around the world beers. Uh, festivals for four for five days and I was drinking way too many beers as, as anyone do. yeah anyone you should do the responsible and, uh, should do and I was you know yeah, I cut some beers a lot of IPAs cut it with some sours and I and I popped up at the uh, the Three Musketeers uh, tent and they're fin- always fantastic with us and uh, they open up like a, a Baltic Porter Paris d'Exception mm-hmm. so it's in a in a you know, I'm a, I'm a whiskey fan, so it's in a space side barrel. Uh, and to me, it was just fantastic, just ridiculous. I was angry at the. Angry, like, I was, I was yeah. Uh, Christian, I, I, was, I looked at Christian, I'm like, you know, I'm going to fight you now. Yeah, yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> what, why why you do this to me? Yeah. I know the feeling. If you want to fight someone, it's that good. Oh, like, man. Portobaltic space side barrel, so you get the creaminess. Chocolate, peatiness, smokiness at the same time, but it's all well balanced. And and at that time, I actually left him. Like, hey, what, what do <laughs> I bring after that? Yeah, what can you do? Everything so tastes like piss. We now. left, and and uh, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But I was angry. <laughs> Respect. Yeah. I like that. You got one? I, I don't really have one because the ones that come out to me more. When I do beer trips, I, get, I end up having 40, 50, 60 beer, like little samplers of, of things. Yeah. And the ones that I, that stick out, if I think of what the best is, not necessarily the best beer, but the beer that sticks out the most. Yeah, it just sticks like out. A, yeah. Like a nice so blonde, smoky beer. Like one day would not be necessarily the best beer, but after you've had 20 different IPAs and something different, and then this is the one that actually sticks out. Yeah. Like, wow, those are the beers I remember a lot more. Yeah. No, that makes sense completely. It's a tough question. I can't even yeah. think of one myself. Like, some people have one where I was like, oh, I was in a lake and I was fishing and we're doing this. It was a great day with my dad and we cracked this Budweiser and it was just for like, shit exactly. like that. And, like, I don't well, that's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Right? It's very situational. Um, really quick before I go to the next one. Mm-hmm. The next one is the first beer you ever brewed, which is probably more for you. Uh, we should just talk about this last one because we're almost done. Yeah. What was uh, what's this bad boy? This would be the Underground Columbus Simcoe. So Underground is just a, our name for double IPA. Okay. This is uh, just like... A single hop? No, never a single hop. I'm sorry, it wasn't. Maybe I'm sorry. Five or six different <laughs> You really want You better do a single hop. Yeah. <laughs> I keep mentioning it. There's like, a million really do that. <laughs> we'll try to like, explain it after. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. probably a good idea. Yeah. That's great. Cool. So in oh, this yeah. one, it's try to dose out a lot of the hops initially to, to give you a last one. Try to do, put a lot of the hops in the whirlpool. They try to give you a balance of aroma, but a lot of flavor. What I wanted from this one is a lot of uh, hop flavor. Yeah, You get a lot of it from the Columbus, a bit from the Simcoe, but most of the flavor comes from the Columbus hop. And then the rest is just some dry hopping to, to bring it a bit to overdrive and give that general double IPA smell. Definitely. So I think of that multi sweetness that's yeah. sort of with the double IPA style. Exactly. Like no, fantastic. Love it. Um, first beer you ever brewed? I think it was just a uh, first beer was an amber, amber beer. 
obviously, uh, like most people, a uh, just extract beer. Yeah, that's what I did. But still, that was, that, was, that was my Desert Island beer, actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. That's exactly right. your first album. <laughs> and your least favorite as well. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. At, at that point, I didn't really care that yeah, much. Yeah, like, what uh, my, best, my best beer on an island is his least favorite. That's fantastic. <laughs> like, well, that's also so. the first beer I brew, so I guess it comes back full round. Special, round. right? <laughs> the, only, the only problem that there is about the first beer you brew is you never really tried carbonated because... You wanted to drink it too quickly, right? So yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> come on, come on. It's only after you've done a few that you actually drink carbonated. Like, you go, wait. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's eating some pops. Yeah. Yeah. Then you put yeah. more and more sugar, and then you just get these Then it's exploding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the whole thing. Yeah. Um, death Row beer slash meal pairing. So the opposite to the Desert Island. So it's like the final beer with a meal pairing. A tough one, eh? Here in the fridge rattle. Oh yeah, but uh, there's gonna be some. There has to be uh, some meat somehow involved. Some dead or, animal. Yeah, some dead <laughs> animal somehow. Whatever you choose, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's gonna be some barrel aged stout of water. Say. It wouldn't be anything else for you. Uh, something that you actually die <laughs> of. <laughs> like some like. I'm about to die. You're actually gonna die eating and drinking that. That's that's for sure. hectic. All right, I like that. I'm just thinking of uh, La Fin Simone when they used to sell these three liter bottles. <laughs> oh, I've seen them. I just go and like give me one of them. Uh, yeah, and them just... huge ones, and I'm only allowed to die once I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I don't care anymore. You have to you like, whatever. Do it. That's if you can still they talk. They clean up the mess. <laughs> uh, favorite style to brew. IPAs. IPAs. Worst. That was fast. You get to use so many hops. That's the best part. It's the best, right? Messy, but worth it. I think the I think every every new recipe that he's got into mind is like he's like writing down a guillaume. So I prepared this one, this one, and I put seventeen grams of uh, hops uh, per liter. Nice. Okay. And it goes right. up every time. Every it goes time. up. Oh, now it's twenty five. And, and then yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it's gonna end, but it's I don't Should know. It has to. No, probably not. <laughs> never probably ends. not. This is a cake. It's gonna here. be like yeah, it's a cake. <laughs> just hops. Just a bag of hops. That's what we don't know. Um, worst beer you've ever made. Worst beer I've ever made. Amber. <laughs> not an amber. I think it's like the last batch of triple I made was the worst. Oh, yeah, that, was, that one down the that, was a fantastic, <laughs> that was a fantastic cider. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. it, it just, yeah, it did not go good. So yeah. that one went down the drain. So it'd be that, that's probably the worst. There's very rarely I've had a beer that I had to really throw down the drain. <laughs> that one was one of them. It's pretty yeah. good that it was recently, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That means you're playing, that means you're experimenting, right? Yeah. Uh, last question. What music do you listen to when you're brewing? Which is a new question. When I brew, uh, I listen to podcasts. But if I wasn't listening to podcasts, it'd either be metal or rap. Does that differ based on what style you brew? Uh, depends on if I'm cleaning or if I. <laughs> so what's the cleaning music? The cleaning, I'll listen to the metal. And then rap if you brew, hip hop if you brewing. I guess yeah. Initially, when I'm doing the first, it's nice, the first smooth. Parts, yeah. And what um, uh, what podcast would you listen to? Uh, either Rogan, I was gonna say Rogan, I was gonna Rogan, say. or uh, I just listened to Jason Ellis on Sirius. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Anything else with the chat? I think we did a pretty uh, solid. Uh, effort here. <laughs> yeah, it went. Uh, it went kind of uh, all over the place. That's yeah, we did a bit of everything. It's good. Um, it's good. 
So yoga, thank you guys for having us there. Uh, really no appreciate problem, it. So, did you? Where can we find you guys online? So people want to check out where you are, follow you on social. What's going on? Where's that at? So obviously it's going to be www.brewski.ca. Uh, okay. Um, check that out, Brewski. How Brewski or just Brewski? Uh, Brewski. Brewski. Yeah. It's Brewski. It's Brewski. Yeah. You'll find out where uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. That's, that's about. Let me, you know, a little time to figure all this oh, shit out. One at a time. Let's yeah, not yeah, yeah. get excited. Everybody, else, everyone else is under Pub Brewski or yep. websites Brewski.ca. Okay. But uh, be it Untapped or uh, or Facebook or uh, the other ones, it's it's always just Pub Brewski. That's as easy as that. And, uh, and obviously, a lot of stuff are are coming our ways. Uh, probably uh, 2018. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about that. Yeah, by the time you hear it, so it's going to be, I think, around January. So uh, cool. definitely come down. It's on what's the street? Uh, St. Paul. St. Paul. It's on St. Paul. St. Paul, Paul Montreal. It's yeah. gorgeous. It's in that big ass, uh, the Mashe Mosco building with the big ass, like, dome on the roof. Uh, come see the guys. Uh, the video's off now, so it's so good. Oh, it's on? It is on? Okay, cool. It's um, on. We're good. So uh, that's it. If you enjoyed the podcast, chuck us a thumbs up on YouTube. Hit subscribe, which I've been pointing the left nipple. It's actually the right nipple right down here uh, around <laughs> this part. Just head right on south, guys. Um, uh, f- subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else you get your talky audio. Uh, follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast. And um, what's the last name? And what? Maybe I did. Maybe I was supposed to say first. I'm confused. I'm tired. It's like he needs another one. <laughs> it's been a lot today. That's it, guys. Get in, yeah. Cheers.